I, I, I'm just not the, the hero type, clearly, with this uh, laundry list of character defects, all the mistakes I made, largely public. Truth is, I am Iron Man. Excelsior, <laughs> and welcome <laughs> back, everybody, to this week's episode of Pop Culture. I'm Scott. I'm Jason. And I'm Monica. Superheroes Part 2. Electric, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you've heard us talk at length about superhero movies. Now, let's dig in and talk about the ones we think are the best and the ones we think are the worst. And like any good meal, you kind of want to get the crap out of the way first. Yes, definitely. Yes, so let's eat the Brussels sprouts off our plate before us, before we get into Brussels the... Sprouts. Of course you <laughs> don't. <laughs> Fine, let's just talk about the bad ones, all right? All right. All right. I am going to start with the worst, not the worst one I could think of, but one that was inherently really bad, Electra. I had that one down yep. as well. Yes. All three of us. <laughs> Unanimous, it's pretty awful. <laughs> pretty awful. <laughs> That's putting it lightly. And mm. it's strange because it's it's kind of a sequel, but it's yeah. kind of not, not a sequel. S- and yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not even... Yeah, so most sequels are done just to cash in on something, but it's cashing in on something that wasn't that good in the first place. And then <laughs> yeah. I I don't even know how I got to watch it, to be honest. So I really <laughs> it do seems not like the sort of thing that you watch just things. And I must have been so bored out of my brains. I went, oh, okay, I'll watch this. And the early, the early 2000s were a good time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I regret it. I it was, I remember it vividly because it was one. I actually, well, I was a kid. I liked Daredevil. As an adult, not as much. However, the director's cut of Daredevil is exceptional, and you should all check it out. Hmm. But back to Electra. It was the last movie I bought on VHS. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, I remember going to the to like Kmart and buying it on video, and I had it like for ages. And I'm like, why do I still? It was terrible. Mm. It's just odd because she dies in Daredevil, but doesn't die. And then there's this weird mysticism thing going on in mm. this movie, and then she fights a whole bunch of like weird, wispy video game characters. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Like, like. <coughs> Excuse me, like Asian martial arts stuff happening, like and and Terence stamps in it. <laughs> it's like every early two thousands superhero trope, really. <laughs> Terence Stamp? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> 
He was sod. Yes, <laughs> yes, he, he's played he one of the best sod. villains. Yes, um, but it's just, it, but like, but like, unremarkable enough that I don't remember a lot other than she fights weird crouching tiger hidden dragon characters. Like, well, it was with, just with, like it was, mm. one of them's got like weird hair or something. Yeah, I, I, I don't <laughs> I, remember very much of it. I remember lots of action sequences, which and going back to the previous podcast, like I didn't understand her. I have no background knowledge on the comic books because I don't read Electra them. Electra so, so all of that was missing for me and I just didn't understand who she was, why she did things that clearly as sort of like it's a bit too superficial mm. for me mm. and then you just add this really badly produced film, bad script and everything. It, it, I remember it for being bad, not remember <laughs> it for what's in it. That's all I do. Can say about it. It's all right, so we've, we've, we're all unanimous on the Electra was on all of our lists as <laughs> one of the worst. All right, I'm gonna get. I'm just gonna rip the bandaid off then. Uh, okay. Batman and Robin. Yes. Yeah. Batman. <laughs> we did a whole episode <laughs> on Batman and Robin. I don't even need to list it. It's just there. <laughs> it's, it exists. Wow, see, but I, I've got this like odd little soft spot for it. Like I've said, it, if it, it's like if 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 someone got drunk and remade the Batman '60s television show, it's not. <laughs> Bad. It's <laughs> not far off, <laughs> no, but that doesn't mean it's good. No, no, it doesn't mean it's good. And yeah, just uh, the puns and we've, it's we've gone into detail on this in a previous podcast. But it, you can listen to our Batman and Robin episode. Yes, and our what were they thinking yes. episode. Um, it's it's sort of sad that it killed it. I guess didn't it? It's pretty much stopped Batman for a while there, but for mm. almost ten years. Mm. Yep. Like there wasn't really, <laughs> yeah. Till Batman Begins, there wasn't another Batman film. I think it probably stopped uh, Alicia Silverstone getting much after that too. Yeah, I think as well. and Chris O'Donnell mm. and Chris O'Donnell. Oh yeah, yeah Chris O'Donnell. Yeah. George, George Clooney <laughs> happened to have a lot of other stuff to yeah. keep yeah. him above. So. <laughs> I think the best way you described mm. it was you can literally see the weight of the script on George Clooney's oh, shoulders. Yeah, that's because yeah. yeah. he's always crouched there, yes, like yes. struggling <laughs> to get through every line of dialogue. <laughs> Also, you have um, in a director, Joel Schumacher, which... See, mm. he he can be amazing, though, because for every Batman and Robin, there's a, you, you know, there's... Um, falling Down. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> I knew which one you were <laughs> Yeah, Falling Down is good. Yeah, yeah I like Phone Booth. He yes, also directed right. Phantom of the Opera. Which, having just seen that recently... <laughs> oh, it's not good. That was an experience. <laughs> I'm sorry you had to experience that. Go see it on stage. Yeah, so that's probably oh, where it should be seen. It's that's a lot right. cheaper to watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I liked uh, Patrick Wilson in really bad makeup, though. It was spectacular as an old man. <laughs> Stroking his way through every scene. Him and Mini Driver are the only good things about that. Yeah, movie, Mini Driver, yeah. yeah. Oh, God. All right, so we all agree anyway. Batman and Robin's terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, I'm going to get the next Band-Aid off we'll then. Batman <laughs> versus Superman. Yes. I didn't actually put that in here because I think I've got a few that I thought were worse. Worse, yeah. It is like it's one of those. I can actually watch it and be like, I kind of enjoy the kind of like godlike approach that Zack Snyder seems to take towards these superheroes. Mm-hmm. I enjoy the kind of larger than life mythology of all of these people are better than all of us sort of thing. But it's not a very good movie. It's not executed well. No, and um, Martha. Ugh. Dear God, who thought that was a good idea? And what studio <laughs> executive was like, that's how we resolve everything. I oh, have yeah. a 
personal so vendetta many. against this movie. Yeah. Um, I worked in a museum when I was living in the UK and there was an IMAX attached to it. And um, we decided to do a few screenings of Batman versus Superman. So I was held visual hostage by that movie for a good two months. <laughs> and I had to watch that scene over and over again. I had to watch Batfleck. I had to watch the whole thing multiple times and I hate it. <laughs> I think the best thing it gives us is Gal Gadot. <laughs> like maybe as Wonder Woman. I thought Jeremy Irons was a pretty, I think he's pretty good Alfred. Alfred. Yeah, yeah. He's no Michael Caine, but, but, but a different take Jesse on it. Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor is like, what? Oh, that was what? really bad. Yeah. He was like some sort of college dropout on speed. Stuttering, <laughs> skittering weirdo <laughs> with no, the hands. Mm. Um, yeah. I, I guess I didn't have big expectations for that because mm. I don't get mm. the lore of these guys fighting. It just wasn't convincing from the beginning. So I didn't invest and enough Batman's in it. Batman's pissed because yeah. his yeah. building got wrecked <laughs> and his <Yeah>. satellite. <laughs> I, I hadn't invested in the new, I guess. Well, there was no build DC stuff to go, oh, they've destroyed these things that they'd created beforehand because it, it was totally alien to everything else I'd seen before anyway. Yeah. It needed um, a little bit more context as well yeah. to, to build it up. And also, yeah. I think um, I don't enjoy Henry Cavill as Superman. I just think he's really. Boring to watch. Cardboard. Yeah, it's just, I'm like, have some personality. Have like fun I said, with he, it. there's no distinguishing between him and Superman. No, uh, you know, at least, um, you know, people give Ben Affleck a lot of flack, but, you know, at least he sort of played a manic Bruce Wayne that well, I'd uh, not uh, seen before. A very grounded, kind of older Bruce Wayne. A jaded one. Yeah. Yeah. That was somewhat compelling. Yeah. Yeah. I think the weird thing is, though, is I've softened on it since watching Snyder's. Justice League cut. Oh, you saw his cut? Uh, yeah, a lo- it makes a lot more sense when you see what he was trying to achieve, mm. ultimately, as okay. a sort of one big story between Man of Steel, Batman vs Superman. His Justice League is kind of one big story. It's just four hours long, and then you've got to, yeah, it's a lot to commit That's to. That's a long time, yeah. Yeah, um, but... but on, on, if you were to judge it on its own, it's like you you can't just produce movies that have to be a part of something that never got made. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. It's just, it's, yeah, so it's not great. <laughs> yep. Cool. Mm-hmm. You've got one that's yeah, not I, one of those so far. I have a bit of a blanket one because I don't think any of them worked. Um, Fantastic Four. I had that. I said all the Fantastic Four. All of the Fantastic Four. All all the Fantastic Four. I've got a tiny little soft spot in me for the first one. Really? Yeah, there's like, I think it's coming out of that kind of Spider-Man, X-Men, Fox movie making thing. Yeah, it has the same kind of spirit. Feel, yeah. 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 But it feels very comic booky. It looks very comic booky to like Ben Grimm's makeup and stuff like, and I, and I, I don't hate it. The sort of weird, because Doctor Doom is my favorite comic book character. Okay, fair enough. And but Julia McMahon's a very interesting choice <laughs> for yeah. like the jaded dictator of <laughs> this European country. Yeah, it's, they're not great, but but that last one, Van Forstick. Yeah, <laughs> that was just a total train wreck. Oh, it was awful. Yeah, Just I don't know whether your soft spot is really giving it any credibility. I don't as a great I'm film. Not, I'm, not, I'm not. Look, I'm not defending it. <laughs> you are. I'm just saying I, there are elements of it I enjoy because I enjoy 
Fantastic Four is kind of that safe space Marvel place. It's kind mm. of it's kind of lighthearted and fun and a little fluffy and and the movie has that stuff. The second one is dreadful. The <laughs> Silver Surfer, yeah. whatever the hell's going on there. With, and then that new one was just like they're not edgy. They're not those characters. They never were. They're not meant to be. No, it's like Man of Steel making Superman edgy. Like mm. yeah, it's Superman. Yeah, <laughs> and, and this is. Like the Fantastic Four aren't like struggling with adoption and things. Like they're just really fluffy. Marvel's first family, like yeah, yeah exactly. And and yeah, I don't know why they went this really dark, weird, twisted route with them. Mm, just yeah, not very. And then the strange Doctor Doom who just explodes people. It was really <laughs> odd. That was it. Was more disappointing. Then odd. Pop, uh, Toby Kebbell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the guy we couldn't old, remember old mate, yeah. <laughs> weeks ago. Um, yeah, he's Dr. Do. It was just bad. It was so bad. Mm. They're doing it again, though. Hey. <laughs> well, Third time's know, a charm. That's it. Try, yeah. try again. Yeah, it's Sorry, part of the uh, Marvel right. thing now. Yeah. So. yeah, they're just going to keep trying until something. <laughs> until the breaks. Sticks to the wall, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, bring me Ghost, the other Ghost Rider with Nick Cage, and I'll be happy. I, <laughs> I, would, I would actually love that. <laughs> <laughs> Bad, I, I think, oh. yeah, you can enjoy Nick Cage as just watching bad stuff. <laughs> exactly. Nick Cage, a bit different, yeah. <laughs> exactly right. I can't wait to watch mm. Willy's Wonderland. I think that's a movie we should all review. Mm. Nicholas well, Cage fights animatronic puppets. I would love to watch that. <laughs> uh, I'll throw one in. Yep. Superman 4. <gasps> the Quest for Peace? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you don't like that one? No, I'm sorry. Because it's it's the it's the movie the movie equivalent of getting an bloody <laughs> getting lobotomized. <laughs> have you seen it? I have not. You are missing oh, out. Am on I something. though? Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> it's Christopher Reeve wrote it. I don't know if he wrote it, but he was definitely producer. Yeah. So mm. he had a, a hand. Well, he's one of them. I don't have to double check He's that. guilty in some way. But I know that he had a lot to do with it. And oh, was wow. Trying to do this sort of big thing about nuclear weapons and blah, 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 oh, and so on. Um, but it, it, yeah, like the, the movie begins with Superman giving a, a speech about yeah. nuclear weapons for like Congress. Like, we brought the best guy we can think of to talk about nuclear weapons is Superman. Why do they bring Superman to do Dr. Manhattan's job? <laughs> and then he and then he gives this big speech and they're like, you're right, Superman. All the countries agree. So they just give him their nuclear yeah, weapons. he takes them all up. <laughs> yeah. And he throws them into outer space. Oh, that sounds yeah. so dumb. And then, but then the villain's nuclear man or yeah, something to something that like effect. I can't remember. But he's got like long fingernails. He's really weird looking. Nuclear man. So Not an actual comic book character. No. Yeah, no, it's story by, well, it's a few people. But yeah, Christopher Reeve was there. part of it, yeah. It sounds like a really bad episode it, of Captain it, Planet. It, it, it end, he looks like a Captain Planet villain. Oh, but does he? It ended yeah. the Superman franchise like with a screeching halt. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, yeah, if you can kill something like that, Stone Cold Dead, well. Yep, yeah, it made have 36 million worldwide. If oh. you can even make Gene Hackman look bad. Yeah. yeah, he came back for it too, he didn't he? He got like, I think nearly the, what, surely 10 million of the $17 million budget Probably. was Gene Hackman's <laughs> salary. Whatever Gene Hackman wants, Gene Upon Hackman release, gets. the film was lambasted by critics and fans alike, with many reviewers citing it as one of the worst films ever made. There you go. Oh. Yes, it, it's a tragedy. And it's I mean, <laughs> Superman, Superman 3's... Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor saves it and... There's sort of like a, a bit of an interesting thing going. Oh, on the, the sort of not quite bizarro. 
Yeah, but We're, Superman sort of going a bit out there. <laughs> yeah, he, he like splits. He splits eventually, but he's, he goes bad because of the weird concoction they expose him yeah. to. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but um, Richard Pryor saves <laughs> that Where film. Superman's drinking. <laughs> <laughs> that was my profile picture for the lot of, like, They give him like a bit of growth. <laughs> and oh, he's like God. sitting in a bar flicking yeah, <laughs> Breaking windows. <laughs> See, but it still <laughs> makes it worse seeing. What is this movie? <laughs> it's Superman 3. <laughs> you haven't seen it? No. Oh, yes. watch that one. Superman that one. gets, like, drunk in the way they show him becoming a bad guy as they just get Christopher Reeve, like, a three-day growth. <laughs> <laughs> he looks really tired. Oh, my God. So what, and he goes to a bar and, and just gets shit-faced. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes no sense. No, because yeah, he's Superman. <laughs> oh, God. No, it's, oh. But it's not as bad as four. Okay. Force, force, yeah, like four bad. Mm. Three's got like these weird stuff that's like oddly funny and kind of endearing. And Richard Pryor's really funny. Yeah, that's good. Um, as this like, it's such a weird character. It is a weird <laughs> but, character. Mm. But He's it's a computer nerd, natural, but oh, doesn't okay. know anything about computers to begin with. Yeah. But yeah, somehow, somehow just <laughs> works <laughs> out frauds the, like millions yeah, of people. Because well, there's a half cent or something. So yeah, it takes every half cent. From everyone's yeah. bank accounts, like yeah. every transaction, oh, they get paid. It becomes a billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Superman four. You're right. Horrific. Mm. Nuclear right. man. Nuclear man. Nuclear man. I've so, got um another one. Another one? Yep, yeah. Yep. Um, I'll sort of put the two together because they're the same franchise. Okay. Um, it's X Men three: The Last Stand. Oh. And X Men Origins, Dark Phoenix. Oh, when you go full yeah. Phoenix, I've you fail. <laughs> I've got uh, don't e- do it. I've got X Men Origins Wolverine on my list. I thought about that one too, but um, I found that any time they've tried to do Dark Phoenix, it's just been an egregious. It's well, the, it's one of the cinema. it's one of the best comic book stories it ever. Is. And how do they fail to make it <laughs> yeah. good twice? On, twice. <laughs> uh, I had. The last few X Men films. The last few <laughs> yeah. X Men films. I yeah. I Christ. Um, <laughs> yeah. See, I don't mind. Um, first Class. I liked First Class. But after that, that I'm kind is that of when it's sort of set in the sixties. In the, the, 60s. Past. In yeah, the yeah, Cuban that, that was Missile right. Crisis. The yeah. Days of Future Past. I was like, mm, it's. I don't think it was as good as everyone said it was. Mm-hmm. And Apocalypse. I was like, this sucks. And oh, then Dark Phoenix was just getting kicked in the nuts. It was really bad. Oh, just. <laughs> Yeah, that I movie was awful. It just doesn't. I think sometimes when you have these films start, then they don't actually build in a new direction. Mm. Um, it just falls apart again. It was that saturation idea mm. of it's it too dilutes many, too many the X-Men water as it goes. Yeah, yeah, and it's just too many of them. And then like trying to do the Wolverine thing, which they've tried three times, and thankfully we got Logan, oh, yes. yes, which I'm sure we will be talking about later, <laughs> but. The, that first Wolverine movie was just like, what is this? Mm. This uh, yeah. the weird, like, thankfully, like Deadpool kind of got saved, mm. but like trying to do that and really badly doing that. I think one of the reasons that um, the Phoenix storyline doesn't work on film is they don't understand the character of Jean Grey very well. Well, she, well the X Men is such an ensemble. Thing, yes. And you kind of have to really give her her time in the sun to make it, you one, you care about her and then mm. the, the damage that it's causing. But yes. you don't. You don't get any time because it's always like, hey, look how cool Wolverine is in That's the other exactly one. That's exactly right. You get instances of, um, particularly in um, the early 2000s one with Famke Janssen, I think she's a very 
compelling Jean yeah. Grey, but she sort of gets sidelined as this weird love triangle between Wolverine Cyclops. and Cyclops. And it's just like, but she's, you know, a genuinely yeah. interesting character. It just becomes about the love interest thing and not her falling apart. That's exactly right. And, um, you know, it's just sort of like, oh, no, we have to deal with Wolverine now. And, you know, as much as I love the character, Nightcrawler. Mm. You know, Nightcrawler, yeah, uh, it just gets... Just fabulous. Just <laughs> get rid of... Um, what, oh, who played him in the movie? Alan Cumming. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like the camp one. <laughs> yeah, the, the really camp guy from yeah. James Bond. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the X-Men movies are like, when they're good... They're amazing. They're really good. Mm. Yeah, uh, it could also be the fact that um, with the X-Men films, uh, Wolverine was the surprise bit, I think, in the original film. I don't think they ever intended for they, Hugh Jackman to kind they, of blow up. They didn't no, know that Hugh Jackman would do it that effectively. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, do you know who their original casting choice was for Wolverine? No. It was Danny DeVito. What? Oh, you all look shocked. but Because Wolverine in the comic book is sense. like really short. and a tiny little Canadian. <laughs> wow. Okay. So it was originally he was in negotiations and then... <laughs> someone just, thankfully made the right decision. Someone cast Hugh Jackman oh, look, uh, and he knocked yeah, it out of the park. Yeah, it's one of these things where Hugh Jackman's like six foot. Yeah, mm. but it's one of those things. If it hadn't happened, we would accept probably what they did, and who oh, knows yes. which way it went. Oh, can you imagine Logan with Danny DeVito? That would be the best. I, <laughs> I, I isn't that Jumanji too? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I think it was just a case of Hugh Jackman being a little more than expected yeah. too. Yeah. So he because by the second movie, it's like the Wolverine yeah, it's show. More, it's yeah, pretty much very Wolverine much Wolverine from there on. And mm. um, yeah, that's just interesting how someone who's that effective does. Oh, that. He sma- like he, he's a bub. Like it's it's really good. Like he's Wolverine. Yeah, and I think I don't think. Whoever they pick, because I know they're going to make another one that's going to be part of the Marvel thing, and of course they're going to do it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> how do you even cast somebody who they just shouldn't? <laughs> I remember hearing ages ago when um, they were first talking about integrating the X-Men into the Marvel Universe, Tom Hardy, but I just don't... I don't know. I just... I always just... Hugh Jackman is one of those um, actors that you... As that character, mm. no matter what, it's very few he examples. Owns it, yeah. Yeah. He owns the He's character, really, yeah. Much in the same way that you know, I can't unsee anybody. Whereas Batman yeah. feels almost interchangeable at this yeah. point. Sorry, <laughs> who were you going to say? Was, um, Robert Downey Jr. is the Iron. quintessential Iron Man, mm. really. Yeah, I don't. You know, they've they've well and truly been like, it's so good. We're shelving it and <laughs> preserving it over yes. there. Yeah. Whereas you know, I guess the Captain America thing's changing now as we. With yeah. the new TV show, yes. I guess you know, uh, Bruce Banner's changed a few times too. Yeah, so. yeah, that's true. Although they've really found their Bruce Banner now. <laughs> yes, they <laughs> they've really found their Bruce Banner. <laughs> but yeah, like it's it's sort of hard to imagine unless they take a sort of a different approach or go more crazy with him because he's he's not all there. <laughs> all no, green. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do it. But like. Yeah. But anyway, back to the point of there being shit X-Men movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When they're bad, they're woeful. They're and horrible. we just named three that are shocking. Well, they mm. just have a Fantastic Four films then. That's the thing. It, it, yeah. That's yeah. pretty yeah. much what it becomes. Yeah, pretty it's much. like that. Cool. Um, my last one, because we've hit a whole bunch of other ones, yeah, was... Well, covered all mine. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mine too. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2. 
Oh, right, yeah. So, uh, is that the Andrew Garfield one? It's the second Andrew Garfield oh, one. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm with you now. Yeah. Really? Is that the one where awful love interest dies? Yes. Yes, yes. Gwen Stacy. They kill off yeah, Gwen yeah. Stacy, which was like one of the most huge, shocking things that ever happened in comic books when oh, they killed yes. Gwen Stacy because mm. that was Peter Parker's love interest. Yeah. And they just killed her dad like couple of months before mm-hmm. <laughs> in the comics and then they decided to kill off Gwen Stacy and it was like it didn't happen and not only did it, had that not really happened before but in comic books death hadn't really ever been permanent yes right and they didn't really bring her back until very recently and the way that she died as well horrible because horrible. spider-man is more or less once again responsible, responsible for right. the death is that he tries to catch her and in catching her breaks her neck. With the kickback, yeah. <laughs> like as she springs back on the, yeah, right, the yeah, web. Yeah. Um, but God, that movie was shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't understand like the Jamie Foxx as the villain, which That's I like right. Jamie Foxx, yeah. he's really yeah. good. But he was like this really tortured guy mm. who had was like talking to himself because he wasn't well but the movie kept making fun of the fact that he was talking to himself yeah that's not okay and mm. i'm like it, one it's not okay but it also just doesn't it's not effective in any way it doesn't mm. make him scary it just makes it, it, it odd and that the soundtrack for the movie had lyrics <laughs> describing his thought process it was so mm. weird <laughs> and that and yeah but making his this guy's clear mental problems the butt of jokes like, yeah. Spider-Man doesn't do that. No, he <laughs> like, doesn't. It was just odd, and it ruined the character in every way and was just really, like, it felt wrong. Mm. Yeah. It felt like this is, like, the sort of thing that, like, in this kind of... Not that, like, cancel culture should be a thing, but I'm like, I'm like why aren't people upset about that? <laughs> you know? Mm. Like, it was really, like... That's a just bad taste. Yeah, it was tacky. Yeah. Mm. I just got a vague memory. Did he look a bit like Mr. Freeze? Blue? <laughs> it was all blue. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah, was all did. blue and yeah, sparkly. Yeah, uh, again, it, I, some of these films are just so, so many of them <laughs> unimpressive that I don't remember a lot. Yeah, and, um, yeah. It fits into that same thing where a lot of these superhero films don't have enough to it for me to even be impressed that they're bad, let alone. Mm. <laughs> yeah, uh, like I remember these bad ones that we mentioned being really bad because they're really bad. So I think it's going to mm. be well. The new Spider-Man is going to be very interesting with supposedly the return of Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. Mm. Okay, this is also like um, Spider-Verse type thing, and Jamie Fox and, and Alfred, Alfred Molina. Molina. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Um, yeah. So yeah. So it's doing a um, multiple realities yep. at once. So okay. I can't wait to see old man. Tobey Maguire, Peter Parker as a mentor <laughs> figure, surely. I just want him to do the dumb dance. <laughs> the yeah, from Spider-Man 3. See, I will defend that movie. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because that is what Peter Parker would think is cool. Well, yeah, <laughs> but... <laughs> it's, you're right, it's not good, but... <laughs> yeah. Like, that's why I didn't put it on my list. I no, no, no. I think it was entertained. wanted to see it. So <laughs> yeah, that's right. It, no defence enter- needed. I was entertained. I, it's, it's not every, on my list. Every meme. <laughs> every meme. <laughs> Finger <laughs> guns. Finger guns and chicks who look thoroughly disgusted with Toby him. Toby Maguire is, you know, just um, made for memes. So thank you. <laughs> crying. <laughs> His crying face. Is yeah. All right, we've talked about the worst. Let's talk about... The good ones. Okay. Yes. 
I'm going to kick this bad boy off with Captain America, Winter Soldier. Oh, yes, definitely. <laughs> Damn, that's a good movie. It's so much fun. <laughs> it's just good. <laughs> oh, look, I enjoyed it. No, yeah. It's not in my top five. But I oh, Samuel L. Jackson it. can give me a speech about how his grandfather carries a gun any day of the week. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes, yes, please. So good. <laughs> um, I love, like... The, I love the way they introduced Falcon and mm. Steve going to like veterans meetings and stuff just felt oddly appropriate for mm. his character mm-hmm. and who he is as well as the really cool plot with kind of Hydra hiding in the government and yes. Robert Redford was a really good villain. <laughs> yeah. He was a really, really good villain. And I also really appreciate about that film was um, Black Widow gets a bit yeah, more depth. She gets actual like character. She gets character and it's also um, she's – you know, seen as someone who you don't trust, but Steve Rogers trusts her. Because he's... Yeah, because he's, he's, he's Steve, Steve Rogers. Rogers. And she doesn't quite know what to do with that. Yeah, <laughs> and I feel like it gets it gets undercut by Age of Ultron later. Oh, definitely. Like, really weirdly yeah, with her I, character. Mm, so I, I really enjoy that film, even for that performance yeah. as well. I thought, oh, yay, Black Widow, yay. <laughs> yeah, and I like the way it introduced the Winter Soldier, who's a really... It's mm. a really interesting arc. In He's like the, a boogeyman. Yeah, yeah, mm. and um, and um, Sebastian Stan plays it really well. He does. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Winter Soldier. Mm. True. Good choice. Um. We talked about it a little bit in the last part, but um, I really liked Chronicle as a superhero movie. It's nice. one of my top five. It's just again tipping that idea onto its head and seeing the worst case scenario. Yeah. With yeah. that kind of power and responsibility and how it's um, played into the wrong hands with this person who's very damaged. Mm. And it's found footage too, which is very footage, different yeah. for a superhero. Yeah, and the ending is horrific. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, it's hard to watch. Well, it's, it's almost a horror movie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But I think that's why I didn't quite see it like the superhero film. I saw, yeah, yes, fair enough. You uh, saw the horror, horror movie. Horror? Yeah, I saw it as a horror movie mm. more than anything. Yeah, yeah, and it's sort of like um, <clears throat> it does the origin story, but it's just like you just kind of have to accept, like, oh, they found weird ship thing, and yeah. now they've got superpowers. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Look at them flying. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 Oh no, it was nice. It, it, like it, the way it all is paced and leads up to yeah the, the confrontation is good. It's it's really yeah. well made. I, I do enjoy it. Yeah, it's you good. see it coming, and you're just sitting there saying, "Oh, please no, yeah. no, no, no." <laughs> it just gets worse and worse. <laughs> it just gets and worse. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a it's a good film. Mm, yeah. Um, I my but it's starting at the bottom of the five, I guess. Um, Iron Man, the first one. I've got that in there because yeah. that that was the first one that convinced me that there's a little more to the superhero films than I'd seen previously. Sure. Um, and it was that fact that it. Brought in the war on terrorism. The I, I don't read the comics, so I could be my naivety to uh, Tony Stark's beginnings and things. Yep. But I just found mm. all of that interesting. The production it, it's design very similar, <laughs> except it's Vietnam and yeah. The, yeah. yeah it, mm. I think it works better as this than probably would in Vietnam. Oh well, yeah, very like kind <laughs> yeah. of um, racist. I also <laughs> I could see where it referenced the comics and the sort of original Iron Man suit sort yep. of look and yep. everything like that and obviously Robert Downey Jr.'s performance uh, mm. I find he's a bit hit and miss he's, to be honest he, he's very I find when depending on I think in Iron Man 1 he's fantastic mm. because I think he was sort of like it was like he's come back to it right mm. Iron Man 2 it's kind of like oh he's here and look how good he is and it, all of the dialogue feels like they've just been like oh give Robert the script but you know he can kind of do whatever he wants yeah. mm. whereas Iron Man 3 Avengers feels much more like Streamlined, yeah. yeah. Like sh- I think, I think, I think. Well, Downey Jr. got Shane Black the job as directing Iron Man three and writing it, 
So I think he likes doing Shane Black's dialogue, yeah. which is why I like Iron Man 3 so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where it, it, he just does it and it's fine. And Avengers felt very tight, but he can either be really all over the place or really mm. good. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, it just it felt sort of real for a superhero film. Yeah. I, I yeah. guess is the way I'd describe it. And I guess for me, I need something to connect to for them to work for me. Otherwise, I'd rather watch a fantasy film. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Sort of things like that. And it, that was the first time in a long time. And even the Raimi Spider-Man films and things like that, I enjoyed them, but they didn't sort of hit me in the face like Iron Man. Did. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. So that's... And I don't think Jeff Bridges gets enough credit as I was uh, going to say, I, I love <laughs> Jeff Bridges in this movie. Yeah, he's good too. He's really good. Mm. It's a very far cry from um, the dude... The dude. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Thor Ragnarok. I've got that one. I enjoyed it very much. <laughs> it's Is it on your list though? No, it's not. Oh, okay. I think I'm one of the few people that actually don't mind the other two Thor movies. Yeah. Okay. I don't mind the first one because I like the kind of Kenneth Brennery, Shakespeare-y yeah. stuff. But yeah. it's very... I just found them too serious. No, fair enough. Too, too too taking itself good. serious sort of stuff and... It's a difficult genre to sort of, I guess, mm. capture and maybe taking it seriously was at the time thought to be the right way to do it. But oh, yeah. Look, yeah. Yeah, and then yeah. Tyker just... <laughs> oh, no, then he was just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Here we no, go. It's like, you know, I'm going to start a revolution. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except I won't print Piss enough pamphlets. Yeah. <laughs> Piss off, girls. There's yeah. <laughs> my mum. My mum and my mum's boyfriend, my who I hate. <laughs> my name is Cork. I'm kind of like a leader here. <laughs> it's just... It, well, like I said, oh. I think I said it in... I don't know when we've talked. We've talked about it at some point yeah. before, where Marvel movies typically are action films with some comedy in them. Thor Ragnarok is a comedy with some action in it. <laughs> it but the action yeah. is... Oh, even <laughs> the beginning, the way it starts. The fight's so He's hanging good. there, stuck, and he's Wait, I'm around. coming back, wait, wait, I'm coming back. <laughs> While Tom Clancy is just monologuing. <laughs> wait, 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 go, go. <laughs> oh, lost me again. I, I guess, you know, why I love that is it's a subversion of it. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. like, it, and it's why I love Taika Waititi, is yes. sort of he doesn't, it's not, <laughs> it's not being led by anyone. He's just doing what he does. And yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think I've seen any film of his that has followed something. It's no, he has a very um, peculiar point of view. It's got that and... Um, <laughs> he's not replicating know. anything. He's, yeah, he no, doesn't try he to. He does his own thing. Yeah. And uh, it... From the, the colour palette of yeah, the film the to... Oh, it looks amazing. <laughs> like, Oh, I've just seen even the epic scale of the ending of the huge yes. Ragnarok happening. It, yeah, mm. yeah, it's, it it really takes it to the extreme, and, and it's, uh, I and hadn't seen anything like that amongst any of the other superhero films. Yeah, yeah, I think it also focuses on Thor truly. Yeah, for yeah, the first absolutely. time, you know, you're not the god of hammers. Like. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it just it just looks at him in a different way. Yeah, you know, um, unfortunately for Thor, he's got a very interesting um, side character. In Loki. Yeah, that's Thor's biggest problem is that Loki is way more interesting. He's way more interesting and I'm a huge fangirl. But I loved Ragnarok because it focuses more on him. He's but Loki the, still yeah. gets his... Oh, he does. He gets his time to shine and he's extremely good in it, but he's not the focus. Yeah, it's still a Thor movie. It's, it's still, Thor's movie. Yeah, it's a, it's a Thor movie that becomes a buddy comedy with the Hulk and yeah. it's great. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's like, yeah, and also that sort of unexpected little how well those two characters would work together. Like, yeah. <laughs> and, and, I, then, and bucking around with the Hulk stuff too, like he jumping mm. out of them and spinning the paper. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like really wet. <laughs> and, um, and I really like Carl Urban. <laughs> oh, he's so funny. This is a weird sort of doing this Australian accent. And he's just like... Hoarding all of his stuff. Yeah, this is my stuff. <laughs> Behold my stuff. <laughs> trying to impress the ladies. He's probably trying to mimic uh, Chris Hemsworth, I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Budget Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. And um, it's good to sort of see someone like Chris Hemsworth um, have some real comedic chops. Well, he does. Well. he does. He does. He does. He should be more of it. Like, if you go to Ghostbusters film, he's the funniest yeah. thing. He's the only it. funny thing <laughs> in that film. Even in um, Cabin and that, in the and Woods. The, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's really funny in that too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, at the beginning, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, he, he improvises it too. He's... If anything, he's sort of um, next Hugh Jackman, if you want, in what he's doing. If, yeah. he, if he does it right, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah he's he's great when he they sort of let him off the chain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's not kind of bogged down in the kind of like that first Thor, where it's like you're a fool and I'm yeah. yeah. He's just doing this goofy kind yeah. of weird. I also um in that movie, I really appreciated Anthony Hopkins playing Loki, playing Anthony. Yeah. Hopkins. Yeah. Oh, that's- <laughs> Well, that's, isn't it Sam, Sam Neill playing stage yeah. Loki? <laughs> <laughs> and then Chris. Uh, and then then Matt Damon. And, yes. and the other Hemsworth. Luke, Luke, uh, Luke, Luke Hemsworth, Luke Hemsworth, yeah. Hemsworth. He's um, Thor. Yes. Yeah, but just watching um, Anthony Hopkins um, just go, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like drunk. Hilarious. <laughs> um, and I liked his, I liked the little bits that we got of Odin in this one too. And I actually, like, yeah. I... Right, might be controversial what I'm about to say. I don't think Kate Blanchett is all that. However, mm-hmm. really liked her turn as the villain in this. Oh, she did a fabulous she, job. She, she's hit and miss as well. Yeah, she's like, um, she can obviously. I like all of the rings. Well. Yeah. Cool. I like her in um, the, what was the Woody Allen film she was in? Blue Valentine. Not sure. And she got Oscar nominated for yeah. it. Like really good. But mm. some movies, I'm just like, I don't get that. Like. Far out, man. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. <laughs> but she apologised for that. She did say so. <laughs> that movie And never I wanted happened. an apology. <laughs> it never happened. I don't know what you're talking about. It never about. happened. <laughs> There's only three of them. Two. <laughs> Whoa. I don't Whoa. like Temple of Doom. No, no one likes Temple. No one loves Temple of Doom. No one loves it. It's still better than the fourth one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the short round's pretty cool. Like, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> like short round. No, he just plays Data from the Goonies, and that's so much better. <laughs> <laughs> or is Data short round? Short round. I can't remember which order it's I in. I can't remember yeah. which one came first. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's definitely Temple of Doom before Goonies. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Um, yeah, you've got one to add. I do actually. I've got um, Batman: Mask of the Phantasm, which is an Ooh, animated one. I didn't even think of it until you'd said it. I really like it. Um, it's got Mark Hamill's Joker, who is my favourite. He's exceptionally he's a good Joker. Yeah. He is just wonderful. Mark his Hamill's got this elastic quality to his voice, <laughs> and it's just so good. His laugh at his the end of that movie like, is great. His laughs like um, it can be. 
he uses it like someone would play a, an instrument. Like yes. he, he has, he has like, it can be like, <laughs> it can be really dark and sinister or just like yeah. over the top, silly. Yeah. Like he uses it depending on what the joke is doing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and I'll that's why he was one of them. the only good thing in Killing Joke was him finally getting to deliver that monologue. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, the rest of it was garbage. But yeah. But I, yeah, I really love that movie. Um, it had, it was um, like the animated series, but with a bit of a bigger budget. Yeah. The music was fantastic. Um, it's like the only Batman animated, I think, to get a cinematic release. It was, yeah. And um, I just thought it was a really good story as well. It sort of looks back into um, Bruce Wayne a little bit more too and the sense of guilt that he has mm. um, in his in his parents' death and him trying to deal with that and that he can't let go of the Batman character because he feels that he is duty-bound. It's his fault. And, yeah, it's just... I just think it's a really good mystery as well. It shows off Batman as a detective, which I don't think any of the other Batman movies does well enough. So would you say it's more a replication of the comic book Batman? It's it's interesting because it's it's, Mm. it's built off the, the 90s cartoon, which is kind of... It's a detective series, I feel. Yeah, but it's but it's sort of riding off the back of the Tim Burton. Like the theme is very reminiscent of the yes. Tim Burton Batman theme very and stuff so. and the suits and things like that. And mm. Joker very much dresses in the kind of the purple, right. like he kind of the Jack Nicholson character yes. does. And the car is the, yes. the Tim Burton Same. car the Tim Burton almost. Car. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's really interesting, but it, it's m- like for a kid's cartoon. It's, it's like, very it's the dark. Only, I think it's the only Emmy winning children's cartoon like of superheroes. <laughs> like it's it's... Yeah, it's really dark. Yeah, the animated series... They kill people quite a bit. They do. I will say as well, um, from the series, the episode with Mr. Freeze actually wins an Emmy. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, okay. It does the, the, the tragedy good. of his wife and stuff. Yeah. Very Better than the movies ever did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. So this, was this a film or a television? It this was is a film. A film. film. Mask of the Phantasm was a sort of after the series had finished, I think. It was a theatrical release. It came yeah. out in 1993. Right. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I just don't know much about that. It's good. So yeah, it's really good. Yeah, give it a whirl. It's genuinely fantastic. Cool. Cool. What you got next? Next, I have Superman the movie. Nice. The original. Yes. Mm. Um, Sacred ground. Come on. It's not. No. Doesn't have to be. Doesn't have to be. It's It's very good. It's it's a mixture of things which make it work. Uh, It's it's too. Major perform or three major performances in it that make it work, and they're the three main characters. Mm. So obviously Christopher Reeve as Superman and Clark Kent, just he he defines it. Yeah, because they're two other, different people. Yeah, and he has managed to just create this persona so convincingly that you sort of go, yeah, okay, people probably wouldn't think he was. Yeah. Um, but then everyone else, yeah, it's. Like Captain Amazing in in Mystery Man, (laughs) 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 every other Superman, every other Superman, and um, yeah, it's just outstanding how well he did that. Considering, I think Superman's a hard one to actually make an interesting character, but he pulls it off, and uh, it's kudos to him. Mm. You know, and um, I think you'll have it's a success that there. hasn't been replicated. It, yeah. Legacy, despite the many never. versions of Superman. Yeah, yeah, they still haven't quite got it right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, you have Gene Hackman as Le- Lex Luthor, which <laughs> even Kevin Spacey tries to mimic him in one of the later films, Superman Returns. Yeah, mm. and it, it's just he. 
I don't know. I, I think he, he can act in his sleep. He's just that good. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> he He's both really quite funny and comic bookish. Yeah. Mm. But the threats still he's, seem he's, to be he's, there. He's, he's scary. Yeah, yeah he's going, like, oh, I wouldn't trust him. I wouldn't <laughs> want to be in the same room as him. <laughs> yeah. mm. don't, you know, you're just going to end up in a pit of whatever they are. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what she's been throwing into. You can hear them roaring and things. But, <laughs> um, yeah, he's... he's yeah, it's this unreal performance that, yeah, and, and and then even into the second one, this like, oh, it just but like a slimy manipulative, yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I sort of went slash two because really yeah. they're all one mm. film. It's meant to be. Yes. It's meant to be one. It's film. meant to be so, one film. Um, just that I think Richard Lester sort of camped it up a bit too much and destroyed Friggin it from what it would have been. Elevator. Yeah. Oh, that and no. the plastic S. And the the yeah. worry rips the S off his shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and then That's the sort of pink... Cellophane wraps. Yeah. yeah. And the pink uh, hotel room. Oh, the, and yeah, the dodgy um, yeah. oh, fireplace. Yeah, and bit. Re- reveal. And then yeah. when you see the original, it made... That Lois, sense. like, is... Lois is a very, very intelligent woman. Yes. And that she obviously she knows. knows. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And then that brings it back to Margot Kidder. Yeah, she's yeah. like far out. I don't, I don't I, like Christopher Reeve. I don't think anyone was going to do Lois Lane like her because she's yeah. actually crazy. Well, yeah. she is. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. but, but I, that's nothing to do with the performance. It's the fact that she just had that edge to her the whole time. Mm. You know, and um, her to and fro with Clark. Yeah, more than Superman. Well, she comes across as like there's such a more dominant character too, which is testament to um, Reeves as well as that kind of the the introvert kind of. She just comes across as such like a ballsy kind of character. She'll take the risks and things. Yeah, Yeah. it it makes sense. It's she seems. Well, she's she's a she's a a Pulitzer Prize winning journalist. journalist. (laughs) So um, that is just are the beginnings of what makes it work and then mm. just the general flow of the story it, it's got a bit more humanity to it it's not rushed it's nice the stakes aren't like end of the world not quite no, stuff no, either it's like it's not that kind of uh, which it obviously is he wanted to build to it though like yeah, it is Donna high. had a really clear vision of what mm. this was going to be I mean you're going to lose oh, <laughs> millions of people's lives it's still pretty big <laughs> yeah, um, Lex Luthor's not a nice guy <laughs> no. but no. it's not like he's but he's not like I'm going to take over the world and stuff he's got this kind of like, yeah, you know, weird, weird plan of yeah, real estate real yeah. estate plan <laughs> <laughs> get rid of the west, the new west coast <laughs> Uh, I'm just thinking of Otisville now. (laughs) 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 Going off at Otisville. Gets his own little... Otisville? Otisville! (laughs) (laughs) He stuck it on the side. (laughs) But, um, and it it mixes the humour with sort of like the, I guess, empathy to the characters and the danger that they're in on top of it. And it just juggles that so well. Um, Yeah. It's a testament to Richard Donner as well. Oh, he's a great director. Um, the music, um, oh, far out. So it's good. like you, yeah. Think of like a superhero theme that's as memorable as Superman's, and, and evocative mm. of all the feelings you get from. Yeah, the only one it. that comes close is not made for the film. It's like Iron Man's ACDC soundtrack, and it's that kind of, like of yeah. It, it, it yeah. sort of works, but it's like wasn't made for it. But it's got its own in that music yeah. and. Yeah, and then obviously it's probably a childhood thing from me. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's sure. sort of come from there. So, but that's definitely in my level in which I base things. Nice in terms of superhero films. Was surpassed though, but we'll get to that. 
Watchmen. Silence from the crowd. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 it's my it's my absolute favorite comic book mm-hmm. in terms of a story. And Snyder did a really good job bringing across this dark, muddy cynicism that made it work. I like parts of it. Yeah, for sure. I think um, the character of Rorschach is. So interesting. He's interesting. He's like horrible. He's horrible, horrible but he's got the horrible best storyline. Racist, yeah. <laughs> sadistic, yeah. creep. Horrible, yeah. yeah. Uh, I just sort of found it an anti-hero film. Uh, uh, yeah, I yeah. mean, apart from kind of Night Owl's probably the only character who's like on the straight. He's and got narrow. problems. He's yeah. got problems, but he's a good person trying to do the right thing, and yes. he's kind of the hero of the story. Mm. And Manhattan, I think, is in his own way as well. Mm. albeit with what if Superman kind of had that kind of omnipotent mm. thought process. I think, And um, the villain, like Adrian Veidt, is one of the greatest villains in all of comic books. I loved Adrian Veidt. He was fantastic. A villain who is like, <laughs> I've, like I'm not telling you what I'm doing. I've already done, done it. it. <laughs> <laughs> it's already happened. You can't win. You can't undo it. I've already yeah. done it. I've already won. And not only have, am I, have I done it, I've done it for a reason that I believe to be the only way to go. And he kind of brings some people alongside with people. People it. just like get on board. Yeah, they're just <laughs> like, like, okay, <laughs> sure. And, uh, I, and the, uh, Matthew Good's performance is, is amazing as Vite. Jeffrey Dean job. Morgan's phenomenal as the comedian, yeah. al- albeit how disgusting his character is. Mm. Um, Billy Crudup's Dr. Manhattan's great. Yep. Um, I can't remember the guy. Jackie L. Haley's Rorschach is so good. Just played with this malevolence. <laughs> yeah. This creepy voice and just how, yeah, he manages to get all of that stuff in. Changes the ending a little bit, I actually think, for the better. I think the ending of the movie is better than the comic book ending. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, probably in the minority for that as well. <laughs> I, I'm not too familiar with the comic, but I felt the ending for the film was quite strong. Yeah, so the, the ending in the comic is his plan is actually he creates a... Mm-hmm. Using the sort of energy of Dr. Manhattan, he creates a giant alien squid creature and drops them in no. cities. <laughs> but making... <laughs> yeah, but when you read it in there, it's like... I'm sure oh, it makes yeah. sense in, in the comic, but... But yeah. in the movie, making Manhattan the villain just feels so much more impactful. It, it does. It just, it, just, it just works for me. And yeah. I'm like, well, I really think he's a bit of a dick. So. Yeah. <laughs> it, it just... And he... Yeah, he managed... Like, it's, it's a big story and he manages to get most of it in this film. It's yeah. quite well done. And I like the vision. Like Zack Snyder, for all of his faults as a storyteller, is a brilliant visualist. Like mm. Everything looks great. It looks amazing. Mm. And I think Watchmen just captured all that stuff that I love about that comic really well. Okay. But you're right. Not the most heroic film. No. no. But in kind of the masked superhero comic book kind of... And as, as a um, breakdown of comic books... Mm. It's really good. Mm. It's good because it demonstrates that grit yeah. that some other franchises might shy but away not from. But as, not as like ucky as like Sin City is. No. Like yeah. trying to be. A, yeah. a different kind of yeah. icky. <laughs> yeah, so Watchmen. <laughs> okay. Um, I also went for um, The Incredibles. Nice. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I remember it very fondly as a kid, so it might be a little bit of nostalgia <laughs> on my part but I just really loved a family of superheroes and this man trying to get his life back on track and find meaning in it again. And um, shout out to Edna Mode, fashion icon. <laughs> She's just wonderful. That is Brad Bird, I'm pretty sure. It is Brad Bird. <laughs> it's Brad Bird, right? Yeah, it is. 
<laughs> it's that meme of um just her looking happily into the flames. That's just me watching The Incredibles. <laughs> I've only seen the first one once, yep. and I and I remember not liking it. Oh really? Yeah, but d- don't hate me. Um, no, and no, then no. I watched the second one, and I was like, "This is amazing." The second one's very so. Good. Whether it's like my point of view has changed now that I have children, mm. what I would think of the first one, but sure. I haven't gone to revisit it yet. Revisit it. Yeah. Yeah, I, you I'd should. I strongly suggest revisit it. Okay. Yeah. I will say, because there was such a long time in between those two films. It's huge, films, right? Yeah. yeah, it was, what, 10 years? Maybe a bit more? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought the second one was actually really excellent as well. Yeah, it's, it, it, was it, great. Was it was great. It was just Elastigirl's turn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, yeah, there's something about that... Um, Family closeness that really resonates with me. Yeah. Um, just with superheroes, and I love it. And the villain is great. <laughs> it's syndrome, isn't syndrome, it? Syndrome, yeah. Jason Lee, isn't just, it? yeah. I remember just, that. He's like, just making, um, you know, different machines to sort of um, destroy superheroes and see what works and what doesn't. A little bit like in um, Godzilla versus Kong, actually, you know, in the Royal Rumble of you know, how, how my um, robot dinosaur is going to be able to defeat all these titans. <laughs> the best one. <laughs> So yeah, that's definitely one for me. Nice. Oh, I, mm. I, yeah, it, it is. It's a good one because it it's pulling together all of that superhero tropes that yes. we're so used to, but then just taking it to that little absurd point yes. that Pixar can do and give it a bit <laughs> yeah. of heart. Yeah. Um, it definitely doesn't take itself seriously. And no, it's not at got, all. Um, some great, uh, even Samuel L. Jackson's voice acting yes. is, is really funny. <laughs> Looking for a super suit. suit. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you definitely got to rewatch. I, it. Apparently, yeah. I do. Oh, yes, it's, yeah. fa- it's fantastic. I don't remember. Oh, I yeah. hope you enjoy it. Watch this it time. with your kids in it. Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, you'll see what I mean. But uh, uh, oh, look, it, I'm trying to think of the how I could compare it to the actual live action ones. How it sort of meets up to that expectation of a superhero film but takes it that little step further because, um, yeah, I toyed with mm. the idea of having that as oh, did on you? my top five oh, as well it. because it it is this little nostalgia for superhero films yeah. treated like in a, a nostalgic letters. way yeah. in the plot line yes. by going they no longer can be around. <laughs> yeah. mm. It's just very, very clever. Cool. Yeah. Um, I've got The Dark Knight. I had The Dark Knight. Yeah, I had it. Mm. Yes. Um, I bumped it for a few other things here yeah. and there. It was always there and then it just got like... Yeah, yeah. I, I bumped it as well. Yeah, these these lists... I'd like... That, I, if, yeah, it's if hard, we, right? Yeah, mm. What we often say is... Because tomorrow I could be like, oh, yeah, well, obviously... Why, why didn't absolutely, I put that yeah. On there? Why didn't I put... Yeah. <laughs> so um, The Dark Knight, for me, just sort of brought everything together in terms of the whole Batman thing. All those previous Batmans I'd seen, everything... Beforehand, the Dark Knight sort of represented what I felt was the most complete, mm. yeah, idea the Batman of experience, yeah, yeah, of what it should be all <laughs> yeah, about, yeah, and mm. um, it does, it, 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 it's of the three Nolan films, it's the one that tries to be, he's, he is a detective. Look, he's, he's, yeah. he's, he's yes. being a detective, um, and it sort of at least gives him a little bit more to lose than just mum and dad. Yes. yes, that's it. Yeah. And um, again, we've mentioned this previously, Heath Ledger's Joker. Yeah. It's just like, I can't think of any other villain. That it's just like, it's, it. it's just almost a shame that the final confrontation of the film doesn't involve the Joker. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's, like, it's like, 
I get why. Yeah. And and because originally it was he was the villain on. of the third film as yeah. well. Yes. Um. Yeah. So. But um, yeah, it's just outstanding. The the, the feeling of anarchy. The uh, it's hard to the describe pacing of it too. Like the the way mm. it kind of it 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 he he starts to appear more and more and then by the end of the film it's just like whenever he's not on screen you're like where is he yeah <laughs> oh it does get like that yeah. but it, it the rest of it's still strong enough to hold yeah, up yeah. to that oh, and definitely. Um, it's uh, also the case that in the first one batman begins uh, i think nolan does a lot of techniques that are sort of a little bit more subtle we don't know and mm. you know in batman begins uh, there's like a batwing Beat. Yes. Very yeah. Boom, 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 mm. That sort yeah, of thing. The, your your favorite Hans Zimmer. Yeah. yeah <laughs> in the rumbling a, in the background. There. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, in this case, it's working, and I, I, and I think there's so many little layers of um, the Dark Knight that are working at once there. That yeah, when mm. you're getting to the end of it, it actually the tension's just Great. incredible. Yes. Yeah. It, it, and then leading, and I love together. the like that the, the like he gets the whole city on like edge, yeah. and yes. it, it, like it, it feels epic without being like I'm gonna blow up the world. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, just like right. this really nice like logical tension, like it's, logical stakes. Yeah, it's sort of grounded in reality in terms of I guess um, how the villain conducts himself. It's not like mm. a twirling mustache. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like it's, it's like it's proper domestic terrorism. <laughs> Yes, it is. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I, I say that, you know, not gleefully, yeah. but, um, you know, he's... If you met someone with zero yeah. conscience, you might as well have met. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. And he takes out the mob, which was a huge problem, and it's just... Yeah, it's a very yeah, complete. Like Batman's film. getting in the the mob is getting in the way of mine and Batman's relationship. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly right. <laughs> oh, Batman! That problem. Yeah. Batman likes this girl. Let's blow her up. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's strange. Like, yeah. It's, yeah, it, it's so many levels. It works. It. Mm. And I, I quite like Aaron Eckhart's Harvey Dent too. Like yes. he as the kind of you know Two Face is a big Batman villain. Yes, and they play him. Certainly, a lot better than the Tommy Lee Jones version, yes. who is just kind yes. of this oh, cackling weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think as well, um, Michael Caine deserves a lot of props yeah. um, for his Alfred quotes. Throughout the trilogy, throughout he's the whole amazing. trilogy, it's a very nuanced performance. He's a father figure. He tells these stories to sort of teach Batman a worthwhile lesson yeah. to consider in his And there's a, a lot of, like, you can, without, like, like unlike previous Alfred, whose really only character comes in the last one where he gets super cancer. Yes. It's <laughs> like, this one is like, you can see that he cares so much for Bruce Wayne. He's not just a passive um, character. Yeah. He's very much um, assisting Which Bruce is what Wayne Alfred always was. Which is what like, he always was, exactly right. And the same thing... He wasn't his butler, so to <laughs> no. speak. Like. And it's the same thing with um, Morgan Freeman's character as well. He's yeah. an active participant. And at the end of The Dark Knight, he's like, oh, actually, what you're doing is a bit messed up. I can't be a I can't part of that. good conscience continue on yeah. with you. So that was um, a nice touch to the morality of yeah. how far Batman is willing to go to catch the bad guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's... Yeah. Um, Spider-Man 2. Yes, that's on my list too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, we've we've um, talked about it in our now sequel sequels episode. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I really like Spider-Man 2. I think it's 
a, a phenomenal movie. The way mm. it tackles like Spider-Man No More, which is a really great little arc in the comic, really well done. Yes. Um, Alfred Molina is just... <laughs> so good. Like, of every Spider-Man movie that has been, with maybe the exception of Michael Keaton's Vulture... <laughs> I still think Alfred Molina's Doc Ock ones that comes out on top. Yeah, and it like, but and and I think it all comes down to Sam Raimi. He's just so good. He's so good at making things uh, a sense of threat and danger, but have it be really fun. Yeah, <laughs> like, like the like he's you know he's up at the top of a building with Aunt May, and is he going to kill Aunt May? And then you still got this like Aunt mm. May's like shame on you for doing this. <laughs> <laughs> and, it's like, and the train sequence, like I think as yes. a as like a teenager, I nearly cried. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they it's all pick him up, and like they all promise not to tell anyone who he is. Like it's great. Mm. Yeah, and he, he nails that like Spider Man mm. as like the the everyman's hero. Yes, I was also going to mention the train scene as well when he's like pulling it to stop, yeah. and yeah. it's just so epic. To watch and it just like it could never get like it, that has never been beaten in a spider-man film no i don't think so either because yeah. i feel like the the, the current spider-man he's so young mm. it feels like there are no stakes also feels like he's already an avenger yeah it's yeah. like he's part of that and he's group got he's not he's he untouchable the, well, and he's got the suit but it's also there's no concentration on him as the character like you'd get in those Spider-Man yeah. films because that whole Avenger stuff doesn't exist mm. whereas yeah. all the new ones it's within the context of that yes. yeah. so there's like this weird umbrella going over the top of his character it's overshadowing how it's good he is yes as a character well it just makes it that he's part of a bigger thing than that local that I'm yeah go get a mm. friendly tree, na- like, friendly neighborhood yeah, Spider-Man. Going back yeah. To, yeah yeah friendly neighborhood Spider-Man or Superman getting the cat for the kid yeah. and yes. sort of some it loses that grounding with the everyday aspects to it yes. which I, I just like realized him, him, was in him Superman. delivering the pizza that's it yeah, yeah, that's so right. like, yeah. yeah it comes so. out of the broom closet yeah. <laughs> 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 like, which is like a absolute Sam Raimi yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, Stuff just keeps falling, <laughs> and Peter Parker's like the kid who like trips over, and as he's getting up, someone walks by and just smashes him in the face with a bag. Yeah. Like, I think you also can't talk about those movies without talking about J.K. Simmons as Jameson. Defined just that character, so good. <laughs> which is obviously so good that they couldn't think of any way to top him. They've just brought him back in the new one. He's just <laughs> fabulous when he does that laugh. <laughs> when he when the, the really asks <laughs> for a raise. <laughs> oh, you're serious? Get out of here! <laughs> Just like a wonderful photos, photos of Spider-Man. <laughs> He's a public menace. Yeah, <laughs> throwing things yeah. with all of his medication, ab- yeah. <laughs> abusing Ted Raimi. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Duck. Oh, the green mini. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I yeah, Spider-Man 2 is amazing. Mm. So um, you've got one left. You, you got one left I have one left out? in me. Um, we talked about it um, a little bit earlier in our um, worst um, category, but um, X-Men 2. It's a really good movie. It's a really good movie. And yeah. um, as we sort of said before, when there's a good X-Men movie, it's good. It's probably <laughs> still the best one. Yep. Yeah, look, it's a, one of those cases where it developed from that first one in mm, a, a good way. built yeah. on it in a and really good way. Like mm. when you get someone as good as Brian, Brian Cox, Cox <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> playing the villain and not only playing a character that you can not – I guess you can kind of relate to where he's coming from. You understand why one. he's doing yeah, it. Yeah, yes. you, you get it. Yeah. 
and it's not good and it's not, <laughs> but it's like, mm. well, it's all oh, out wow. of fear, isn't it? So, what's well, his because his son, yeah. his yeah. son was um, a mutant, yes, yeah, mm. and then yeah, it just yeah, it was really really well done. Yeah, I thought it was a it's a really memorable film. Um, I love how um, Magneto and Mystique have their own little like bitchy group powwow <laughs> together. <laughs> <laughs> they're like they're like the mean girls. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if Ian McKellen had something to do with that. But then they use that as like a manipulation tool to yeah, like absolutely mm, to weed out mm. more. Um, extreme members of the X-Men to yeah, join Yeah, that's them. exactly right. And yeah. um, another really memorable part of that movie for me was the opening sequence with um, Nightcrawler and the assassination oh, attempt. The, yeah, in the, the president in the um, White House. Yeah, it's yeah the music is amazing. The choreography is fantastic. You really see this mutant come in and just show off what he can do. Yeah, really like wreck the place. And, and obviously to the point of like... Changing almost, oh, US yes. policy and, and stuff like it. That's exactly right. And almost succeeding in his yeah. task. It's just it's just such it's so good to watch. Mm. It's yeah, it's a it's a great and then like really memorable like like Lady Death Strike and kind of Oh, I loved her. More <laughs> twisted stuff towards the end that was yeah. quite good. And I the wish they gave her a bit more to do. Yeah. But sure, um, she doesn't have any dialogue. No, she doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> they misuse um Kelly Who a little mm. bit. She's fabulous, so I really wish they would have utilized yeah. her a little bit better. Great film. Mm. Have you got any left? I do. Ooh. What do you got? I only you saw got? it recently too. Ooh. Logan. Yes. That just made it all more real. They're, Didn't it just? It still had the stuff. It had like the guys with robot arms and things, but it was there. still like, just wow. It's so good. It, it took that concept of someone having that power and having done something wrong and then being suppressed in this horrible way. <laughs> Like, yeah, you know, sort of drugged up and kept pretty much in a vegetative state. Yeah, mm. and um, then also Logan starting to, or Wolverine, whichever who yeah. you want to call him, mm. just starting to die, die essentially. Yes, and dealing with that, and then yeah, someone who's lived for so long. He's lived for so yeah. long, and also trying to uh, sort of keep, uh, you know, Xavier. Out of the whole picture, yeah. Yeah. Yes. so he doesn't do any more damage. Um, it, it, yeah, just sort of had such a good psychological aspect to it that worked. And I liked the kind of um, backroads westerny feel of it. Like it they were like never Western, anywhere nice. Yeah. They were always in no. these like dried out, dead, shitheel parts of the world. Well, they're mm. Hiding, they're yeah, both hiding, keeping him as far away as possible from everyone, and hiding. And it's, mm. it was quite. Impressive how that was, and done. that little girl was unbelievable. Oh, she was <laughs> amazing! From X twenty three, yeah, yeah. No, she uh, was wow. great. And uh, is it Stephen Merchant? Yes, is it is the, Stephen yeah, Merchant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like us. <laughs> took me a little Creepy moment to look like, at her yeah. as him, but he was so good as the albino. Yeah. Yeah, um, Richard E. Grant's in it too, isn't he? Is, he? is Richard E. Grant was in it as well? Yes, yes, he yeah. is. Yeah, the villain, I think. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah so, but then he kind of gets. <laughs> taken out, Pop doesn't to the it? Side, yeah. yeah. Um, it, it was really, really impressive. Uh, mm. I, I wasn't mm. expecting it when I saw it. I sort of went, "Oh, okay, it's going to be a bit." You know, it also doesn't mature mm. and stuff, but not to that point. Yes. Where yes. Playing around with that concept of you know dealing with the fact that he killed half, well, majority of the X Men. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then. It just it, it felt from that truth and all sorts of things. Yeah, it yeah. just felt like it had nothing to lose. 
Mm. Like it wasn't tied to the other films so much that it was kind of like, we're just going to do our own thing and it's going to be damn good. Yeah. It didn't feel like they were trying to set up anything else. It didn't feel, it felt final. It felt. Yes. yes. Yeah. And, and that's why I think it worked because it wasn't like we're setting actors. up Logan 2. No. Yeah. And it worked to the actor's strengths. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. both Patrick Stewart and M, yeah. And Hugh Jackman, mm. Jackman just are able to pull that off. I don't know if you'd be able to do it with every single superhero sort of yeah. person, yeah. The actors that have been out there. Mm. Would I be able to do that? Well, um, I feel like that kind of led, like doing that kind of darker solo R-rated movie mm. is why we got Joker. Like they're like, oh, that worked and made money. Let's do Joker and Deadpool and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah, 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 I think so. I think maybe Deadpool was the first one to come out, wasn't it? The first oh, I think, one? I think, it, I think it did it. But it was like comedy and stuff, but to go yes. down a darker road. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. Like, and like because Deadpool's kind of like silly and yeah, appeals. Yeah, yeah that's true. If like a younger, immature audience who's mm. going to be like, I'm going to go see dick jokes, yay. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Whereas, whereas Logan's like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's painful, and yeah. it also doesn't shy away from being gruesome either. Like no. you grow up watching the X Men movies, and you know they can be fun and they can be colorful, and there's a little bit of violence, but this is violence yeah the yeah. scene where um uh profe- the professor x or um patrick stewart's character has that um seizure in the casino yeah and um you see logan just punching through the walls yeah, very slowly <laughs> and then you see this one of the gunmen just looking out of the corner of his eye and he knows what's going to happen to him very slowly i couldn't imagine the terror <laughs> <laughs> he's about to get you know knifed in the face <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, yeah. I always knew it would end like this, mm, just like the gypsy woman said. <laughs> <laughs> so, as an all-round film, that was my top. That's your top. That's your top. That's my top. Yeah, I've got one that is my top. Okay. Uh, unequivocally, my top superhero film, and it is Unbreakable. Oh, oh I didn't yeah. Think of that one. Yeah. 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 I see it. I still think it's M Night Shyamalan's best film. Yes, easily. Like it's. <laughs> Yep. Um, it's one of those I think it was the first film I watched with Bruce Willis where I was like oh he can really act 12, like, 12 Monkeys was my moment for that yeah, yeah. which I saw after this yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it was also one of the last few films that Bruce Willis actually <laughs> gave a damn <laughs> like tried really hard he tried in. really hard you guys <laughs> yeah maybe yeah before like um, they were like are oh, we going to make a fourth Die Hard and his soul just shriveled up <laughs> a, a fourth Die Hard and you're going to appear in Friends <laughs> 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 he um he is phenomenal as this yeah. like broken guy who yeah. is just looking for something and yeah. Samuel L. Jackson is amazing as the as um Mr. Glass. Yes. And like the relationship with his son, the way it's explored. And then when he finally goes out and kind of dons this superhero persona. Oh, it's fabulous. It's the music and everything, it's it's amazing. And I it's just the way he's had this film come out now, I feel like people would be like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, But it was just ahead of the curve. Mm. Like the way he was talking about superheroes as mythology, as comic books. And, yeah. and like, yeah. it, it was like he almost saw what was coming mm. and made this really clever essay on superheroes and, and dichotomies of good and evil and uh, having a nemesis yeah. and these mm. ideas that then 
we're now just buried in. <laughs> so you're saying it's M. Night Shyamalan's fault? Maybe, maybe. <laughs> this is the twist ending after all. Yeah. <laughs> no, because he did Glass. Yeah, which was <laughs> shit. <laughs> exactly. That movie made me so angry because I was yeah. so excited mm. when um, at the end of Split, I was like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to do it. You're going to deliver on your promise. And yeah. Glass was so woeful. That might be his worst movie. <laughs> Oh, it's you sure? That bad. Oh, you sure about that? Uh, no, you know they're happening. They're happening. They're happening. Nah, <laughs> fuck glass. Glass came after my memories. <laughs> glass came after my family. I won't have it. Like uh, the happening was like a mistake. This was deliberate. <laughs> we, we all got Shyamalan. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like how how could you fuck it up so badly. Mm. Uh, I think I think oh. I think Glass was more a case of trying to subvert it all. Yes. Um, but it, it, it had just, been yeah, he'd done it. It didn't work. It, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he'd already set it up to be really quite clever in the first place. So he didn't have to. No. It doesn't no. I don't need anything I don't need Unbreakable 2. I never did. No. no. <laughs> it was so good and it's still just every time I think about it I can remember it and I get goosebumps. It's that good. Oh. I really love that movie. Yeah, no, I look, I've completely forgotten about it in mm. the sense of superheroes because I I saw it more as a realistic take on it. Yeah, yeah so mm. I didn't think in the same senses, and it, it's one of the great things about that film is that subtle build up of him realizing he does have those super. Capabilities. Yeah, it's realizing that you're special, like yeah. you yes. you are important, and, and then his son also. Yeah, he's yeah, adding to it and like you know, secretly adding more weights and, and not realizing. <laughs> and mm. um, yeah, it's I totally agree, it's his best film. Yeah, like I can't think of anything that comes even close to it of yeah. his other films. Like, he's he sort of like Sea Sense is really good, but this is dealing with stuff on a whole other level. Like, yeah, yeah, it's well, it, yes, and no. I, I mean, Sixth Sense probably has a, a different focus. Um, well, it's an effective horror film as mm, well. Sort yes. of, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's another unusual um, genre bending film, Sixth Sense. So mm. it's same thing in that sense. But um, just this the feels way like he actually he came to an idea and he was like, "I've actually got something I want to say," mm. and he's never been able to do that since. <laughs> I yeah, and it, it's a case that. I can't fault anything in yeah. it. Mm. Like uh, there's no weak point. Whereas Sixth Sense, there was sort of, if you want, uses of poltergeist type moments, and it, it wasn't totally the, the original. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And but um, I can't relate Unbreakable to any film. Yeah, mm. it's that original, and uh, it does work so well. So mm. yeah, that's a great choice. It's um, a really good choice. Thank you. Yeah. You have any left? Any left, or is that it? No, I think that's it for me. We sort uh, of had a few double ups, yeah, a couple of double ups, but um, yeah, I'd still unanimous on terrible though, isn't it? Like the bad ones really stick out. Yeah. Oh yes, like a sore thumb. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, it sounds like there's plenty of superhero films to look forward to. Oh and my mm. god, uh, is there any particular one that you would be hanging out for? <sighs> <laughs> I, I have Look, a little bit of um, superhero fatigue. Yeah. I think, point. yeah, I'm a little burnt out on them. Mm. Like after Endgame, I'm sort of like, can if, I? If they know. do Spider Man with Tobey Maguire and stuff, that's good. I'll be very happy. And I really mm. want to see what Taika Waititi's got in store for another Thor. Yeah. yeah. Can I make a confession? 
I did not bother with Avengers Endgame. You didn't see it? <laughs> no, I didn't like Infinity War, so I just didn't bother. <laughs> Endgames, they're, they're not, like, together it's quite a good mm. arc. Like, it's quite a good story. Yeah, the Russos sort of know how to do spectacle really well. They do. It just, I was just so over it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. You, there's only so much you can, like, three movies a year plus now TV shows and stuff. It's like, oh, Yeah, crap. that's exactly it. There's just so They've much. just announced Captain America 4. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're getting um, Black Widow is real soon, which I think would be worth talking about. I would love to see it. I just yeah, feel that I'm, maybe it's a little bit too, too late. Too little, too late. Yeah, I'm, I'm not looking. I will see Black Widow because my daughter wants to see it. Yeah. Mm. It, it really does not. I'm... Which one? Shang-Chi, I'm on board yeah. for, because the trailer was like, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. all right. You also sort of have the a first Asian sort of mm. superhero. And um, on Disney+, Plus, I think um, the Loki series mm, is coming June. as well. Yeah, Loki. that's going to have the one with a lot of expectations, I feel. I feel like having Owen Wilson play Mobius is probably one of the most interesting and <laughs> fun, weird casting choices I've wow. ever seen. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, before we leave all that behind, though, um, I have to point out that I did have a television show, which... WandaVision. WandaVision. WandaVision? <laughs> yeah. yeah, sure. It, it, it sort of, it didn't fit into our top five of films as such, but I have to Wasn't say good. that it's surpassed everything I could have expected of a superhero television show. Because mm. um, it was just so thoughtful and different. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's just... A level of maturity in terms of the concepts being shown and the way that it was shown. It had worked on so many different things at once by, you know, being nostalgic for TV TV <laughs> and representing it from what I'd, I'd grown up looking at a lot of it yeah, like yeah. directly. And so for me, it was really bizarre seeing things like family ties suddenly represented in front With of me. You know, and, and stuff. Wow, you know, and... Um, but then it's actually integrated into the story so seamlessly. Mm. Yeah. Why it's there. Um, and it's one of those interesting things too is where it's like it's not – thankfully they're not doing like wait for Division season two. <laughs> like it's, oh, it's not yeah. that no, kind of can't, thing. can't work mm. like that. Yeah. No, well, right. it's going into Doctor Strange. Yeah, too. that's fine. No that bad. makes sense. Yeah. Directed by Sam Raimi. Can't wait. <laughs> there you go. That's what I'm excited there for. There is one. I'm actually excited for because <laughs> Sam Raimi can take a dump on my living room floor and I'd probably give him a round of applause. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to this superhero-packed episode of Popped Culture. I have been Scott. I'm still Jason. And I'm still Monica. Culture is produced by and recorded by Jason Eddy, Mike Porto, and Scott Souter. The clip for this week's show was from Iron Man, and the song at the end was the main theme from Avengers by Alan Silvestri. If you're enjoying the show, please I invite you to jump onto Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. It helps us expand the show and reach new listeners. And if you'd like to find us on socials, we're available at Facebook at facebook.com forward slash popculturepod or on Twitter at popcultureau.